welcome to another episode of the Soul Circle podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltov, and I'm so happy to have you joining me here today. This podcast is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you don't have to do this alone. You don't. We are in this together, which is why there is also a corresponding community space that I would love to meet you in. You can learn more about it by clicking the link below in the show notes or also over on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. Now, what are we waiting for? Let's jump in to this week's episode. The last few days of 2021 are closing in. Can you believe it? We made it. Another year lived. You have created memories. You've tucked them into your pocket and you're holding them close. You have these experiences and journeys that have stretched you further than you ever thought you could go. And you were probably challenged this year in more ways than you ever even expected. We thought after 2020, we're like, we just got to get to 2021, right? And then it'll be a clean slate. We can begin again. But it really didn't work that way, did it? We kind of just stepped, you know, into the new year. It just kept rolling, similar to what 2020 did look like. And I'm sure you had incredible highs and also really low lows. That is life, right? Nothing is always rainbows and butterflies. There is this ebb and flow where things can be really, really good. And then in an instant, be really, really challenging. Or the flip side to that, be really, really challenging and then flipped to really great. It was a full year, a very full year. And you have arrived at this moment where we have this chance to look back, to see all that has happened and really, you know, give ourselves credit for all that we have gone through. Because you lived a whole other year of your life. And that shouldn't go by completely unrecognized. So for today, this podcast is going to look a bit different. What I really want to do is take a look back through the year. To sit together, to remind ourselves of where you've been. And grab your journal and pause as we go throughout because I'm going to give you different prompts to reflect on, to look back on. We will celebrate the achievements because yes, even those tiny, tiny ones, they deserve to be celebrated. We will reflect on those milestones that have passed. And those milestones might look so different this year. Like for me, a milestone was going back into the office after being away from there for so long. And we'll also savor all the memories that have been made because there are so many, right? And we got to let go, let go of what didn't work, let go of what we've been beating ourselves up over for, let go of the things that we thought were going to go a certain way and they may not have, and just allow ourselves to sort of appreciate everything, savor all of it. The good and the bad, because you can learn from both of those. 
to tuck those lessons that have been learned into our pockets and carry them with us as we venture forward. And then also give ourselves this opportunity to almost start with a clean slate so that we can make these beautiful intentions for where we want to go in 2021. Not resolutions, definitely not resolutions, because those are just too intimidating and always seem to let ourselves down with those, right? But intentions, what do we want it to look like and feel like? Now, we won't get to that today because that would be a lot. Let's focus today on this year that was. So I invite you to settle in with an open heart. Allow yourself to unearth all that 2021 was for you. And to boldly allow yourself to write it down in your journal. And maybe you don't want to write about it, but maybe you just want to reminisce in your head. That's okay too. Maybe you want to take me with you on a walk and just remember. Beautiful. Absolutely. Do that. Let's uncover it all. Let's uncover what you have tucked away inside your heart and your soul. This is really your time to say what you've done, what you've accomplished, what you're so incredibly proud of, and what you're ready to let go of because you don't need it on the next leg of your journey. You've carried it long enough. It's time to put it down. Are you ready? Grab your journal, put on your walking shoes, whatever you want to do, and let's dive in. Now, in order to do this and really get the most benefit out of it, you need to give yourself permission, and that's permission to tell the truth. Because sometimes when we look back, we see the good and we're so quick, you know, to share that. And it can be a little bit more of a struggle for the hard times to tell the truth about them, to share what really happened and how we really felt. But the only way to move on from all of that is to tell the truth. To allow yourself to spill your heart out. And to know that this is only just for you, right? It's all just for you. And so give yourself that gift. You have learned so much this year. You have grown so much. Give yourself credit for all that you endured. And as we look back, be gentle, be compassionate. Speak to yourself as you would to a dear, dear friend, because that is what you deserve. Wholeheartedly, that is what you deserve. And it can be hard for us to be kind to ourselves, right? We're always ready to beat ourselves up, but we're not going to do that today. We're going to be kind. We're going to be compassionate and we're going to be tender. Now, if you're anything like me, you might not have the best memory. And you're trying to think back on, gosh, what did happen this past year, right? It can be a challenge. And so some of the ways that I used to kind of rejog my memory of what happened is by looking through the photos in my phone, because my phone is always with me. It's easy just to capture things. 
And so I love going back, scrolling through. And so many times something comes up, I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot that that was this year. So go through your photos, see what comes up, see what's there. I had the intention, mm, goodness, this was a few years ago now. I created a private Instagram account that I was going to use just to post photos, you know, from my days just for me so that at the end of the year, I could like send them all off and get them printed into a book. And I was pretty good with it for a while and then totally dropped off. But I definitely want to do that for next year because it just, there's some things that happen during the day that, you know, I don't want to publicly share on Instagram, but I want to hold that memory. I want to hold what just happened. And having them in that format, even though, you know, it's a social media tool, I get it. But there's just so many other tools that you can use to pull all of that content out and organize it into a book for you that makes it so simple and super easy. So I'm definitely going to. That's one of my goals for next year is to do that. I have the account. It's private and everything. I just need to stay dedicated to the posting part of it. So one goal, right? Another way that I love to rejog my memory is looking at my calendar. Because if it's not on my calendar, I'm not showing up because I'm never going to remember that I said yes to this. So I put everything in my calendar. It is my lifeline. Again, on my phone, I use the digital because it's quick, easy. I can access it from anywhere. So I go back to January and I look all the way through to December and see what did I do? Where did I go? What adventures did I take that I totally forgot about? Who was I with? So many things, right? Right there in your calendar. So go through your photos, look through your calendar, and just rejog your memory. What happened this year? Really, what happened? Maybe you keep a journal. Maybe you keep a daily gratitude journal. That is also a great thing to go back to and look at. What were some of those things that you were grateful for? We do this over in the Soul Circle community, sharing what we are grateful for. Because that one small moment of gratitude, first of all, it just sparks joy in you to take that moment and think about, oh, this was a good thing today. So tiny, so small, but yet so beautiful. And then to have this amazing memory box of what happened during your life, during this year that you were grateful for. Years, years, years ago, I had given my mom a present for Christmas and it was a box filled with index cards. And on each index card, I had stamped the date. So one card for every single day. And the intention was on each day, you just write down one memory on that card. And so you'd go through the entire year writing down that memory. And then again, begin the next year going through again. And oh, after her passing, I had found the box. And I asked my dad if it would be okay if I took it. And it was so neat to go back and read some of her memories. And just the small, interesting things that she chose to write down for that particular day. 
And what an easy thing, right? It's not like you need to write a novel or an essay. You just need to write one small line. And to have it organized where it's all right there for each day is so super cool. And what a gift, you know, to have found that after she was gone and to be able to relive through some of her days and also jogged up memories that I totally forgot had even happened. So as we look back on what was in 2021, this will also be a great thing to have for the future. So you can see what this year was for you, what it held. And let's start with our top 10 favorite moments. Grab your journal and write them down. And it doesn't have to be these big, huge, crazy, amazing moments, right? But what sticks out for you? What do you not want to forget about this past year? What are the 10 things that were just so wonderful? They filled your heart with love and joy and excitement, made you feel alive. Some of my top 10 moments from 2021 include teaching online. I did a lot in 2020 and it was a great opportunity to really be in community when it was a time where we couldn't. And it was great to bring that into 2021 as well. And I loved teaching Qigong with Tara and then also doing the writing class. Just simply magical to be able to have people from all over the world and come together into this common Zoom room and be able to share with each other, see one another, hear each other, because it's something we all absolutely need. And what a gift that was. Definitely a top 10 moment for sure. Another one was taking a trip to the Outer Banks with my brothers, their wives, and their kids. And we were there for an entire week. We rented a house together and had so many laughs. Oh, it was just such a great time being able to swim in the ocean, spend time on the sand. Yeah, there was definitely tons of spiders, <laughs> but that did not stop our fun. It was a really great trip. And I love having all of those memories tucked inside my heart. And a third one would definitely be teaching at Lucky Star. That was an absolute dream come true. And especially coming off of a year and a half where travel was so limited, jumping in a plane, heading to Texas was a wild adventure. And being able to land in this soft, wonderful, just amazing space was incredible. And what Lisa has created there, the thoughtfulness that she has put into every single little detail, you just, you feel it all with so much love. And I am grateful to have been there, to have met all of the people that I did. It was. Oh, incredible. Absolutely loved it. Registration did actually just open for next year, free registration. And go on over to luckystar.com and check it out because if you're looking for a little bit of self-care and self-nurturing, I hands down highly recommend it. And I look forward 
to going back as an attendee and then hopefully teaching there again one day. Because it is filled with the most radiant souls and I just want to see them all again. So those are my top three. What about you? What is on your top 10 list of favorite moments from 2021? So go ahead and pause. Take the time you need to really dig into the question, to look back, see all that was, and get it all down. Now that we know, you know, some of those top 10 moments, let's dig into a favorite day. Out of all the days that have passed this past year, which day, if you only had to choose one, would be your absolute fave? Which one? Which was your favorite day of this year? And gosh, that's a hard question, right? (laughs) Because how do you narrow it down? And it's funny because the first thing that came to my head was nothing extraordinary. It wasn't one of, you know, wild, crazy days. But what instantly came to my head was a day where Dustin and I pulled the TV out onto our porch outside, our little deck. We put the heated blanket down, had a ton of other blankets to kind of cozy under. It was a really chilly night and we watched a movie. So simple, right? But just being out in that crisp, cold, fresh air, watching this movie, cuddled under these blankets. It was wonderful. So wonderful. And so that's, you know, one of my favorite days. What about you? What was your favorite day? What did it look like? Who were you with? Is there a particular smell or scent, a particular sound? For me, the smell is of that fresh, crisp, cold air and the sound of the airplanes going overhead because airplanes do pass by us quite often. But yeah, what about you? Write it down, get it down, all the details of it. All right, our next question What are you most proud of. Looking back on this past year, there are so many things I am sure that you can be proud of because, gosh, you've done a lot. Even just waking it up, waking up and making it through each day, that, that's an accomplishment to be proud of. Because life is hard, right? It is. It throws us curveballs and challenges and Even challenges of like figuring out what to make for dinner every single day. (laughs) Not easy. But look back. What is it? What are you proud of? What did you accomplish? Where were you brave? Where were you courageous? Where did you do something that you didn't think you could do? What did you overcome? Hmm, for me... I think I'm most proud of my resiliency through the incredibly tough times, through the times that I wasn't expecting. And yet, mm, I gave myself the space to feel it, to feel all of it, the heartache, the pain, the disappointment, the longing. But then I didn't allow myself to go down a rabbit hole and stay there because those feelings, they ebb and flow, right? There's days where I was feeling great. And then other days where this 
grief and sadness would wash over me. But I looked for the rays of sunshine through the darkness. And I'm so grateful to have had the support system that I have that helped me get through it as well. And that I, wa- I was resilient, that I pushed through and, and found the right next thing for me. You know, not like the right next huge, big, amazing thing. But what was I going to do when I woke up the next morning? After I finished my lunch, what was then going to be the next right thing? And when I thought about it in that way, in those little tiny chunks of time, it was so much easier to process, so much easier to figure out rather than being like, oh, I need this huge plan to make it through this. No, I just need to think about the next moment and then the next and the next. And I gave myself to go through all the emotions that came up. And then I I found my way. And so I'm proud of that resiliency in me and proud that I did find my way through it. What about you? What are you proud of? All right, our next question is a big one because it's very personal. And this is where in the beginning when I asked you to give yourself the permission to tell the truth, they're really going to come out here. So really give yourself that permission. Tell the truth, even if it's messy, even if it hurts to have it come out, the best thing to do is is to give it space. Allow it to come out. Let yourself work through all of those feelings and put it down. Here we go. What What is it that tested you this year? Where were the struggles? Where were you pushed up to your edges? trying to find your way? Where were you maybe knocked completely down unexpectedly? What was it that tested you? And I have mine, but it is very personal. I'm going to keep it tucked in my heart. And gosh, it was a test for sure. And I still think I'm being tested by it trying to navigate it, trying to figure it out, figure out the best approach, figure out mm, how to stand in love with it, right? But yeah, what about you? Get it down, get it out. Allow yourself to release any angst or anger or heartache that you might have over it. All right, moving on. What are the lessons that you learned? Every single year, we are tucking all sorts of different lessons into our pockets. And what are you going to carry forward with you? What are the lessons that you learned? What what new things were opened up to you? Did you see things from a different perspective that you might not have seen from before? And for me, some of the lessons that I learned was that I have it in me to stand in my truth. And that being, I'm a writer. I am a teacher. I am a guide. 
And I can stand in that and know that I do have something to offer others. And I say that's a lesson because so many times before I would beat myself up and saying, nope, you have nothing, nothing to give, nothing to offer. And allow myself to go down that rabbit hole of negativity. I mean, have you ever done that to yourself? I'm sure we all have, right? But by standing in my light this year, by taking chances, by following my heart and really doing what was right and true for me, I saw it. I saw the way that there is this ripple effect in this world when we stand in our light and that we do have something to offer. Every single one of us do. And we can't be fearful of standing in our truth because standing in our truth is the most powerful thing. And it allows others to really see you for who you are. And it also inspires them to stand in their own truth because you're lighting that light to say, yes, it's, it's possible. You can do it. And so that was an incredibly valuable lesson that I want to tuck into my heart, never forget, always remember, and just continue to grow and build stronger and stronger. What about you? What did you learn? And spinning off of what you learned, what was it that you taught others? And you don't need to be a teacher, and I say that with quotes, to be teaching people things. You just living your life every day, doing the things you do, you know, dropping off the kids, picking up the laundry, whatever it is. You are leading by example. You are sharing with the world. And teaching people things just by being you. So give that a thought. What is it you've taught others? And for me, I think that through my calm, because I have a, a calm, nurturing demeanor about me, and I'm very observant of the world, watching, listening, taking it, all in. And I think by doing that, by being this force of calmness, I've taught others that it doesn't always have to be so chaotic, right? We think it does, but it doesn't. We can take that moment and breathe. We don't have to say everything that's in our head. We can choose our words wisely. And I think that so often we're taught in our society that you have to be the center of attention. You have to be loud, talk, you know, exactly what's in your heart. But you, you can be that quiet force in the room that grounds everyone. And that's a gift, right, to be able to do that. And so I think I taught people that, that coming nature, it's possible. You don't have to to always be so, so chaotic and all over the place. What about you? What have you taught others? Now, this was, you know, a very different year than our ordinary years, not 2020 ordinary, but, you know. So this next question, don't think of it in terms of big travel. 
but maybe little things. So where did you travel to? And maybe that means you went around the block and sought out this park. Or you visited a new store that you wanted to go to. Or went for a walk down this path that's been there this whole time. But you never actually went to it until recently. Or maybe you did travel big. Maybe you went on an incredible vacation and was able to fill your soul that way. What did you do? Where did you go? Who were you with? What made you decide to go to that particular place? I traveled to the Outer Banks with my family. It was amazing. So wonderful to be in the warm water and on the warm sand. But then also Dustin and I traveled down to Longwood Gardens in Pennsylvania for a day trip. And that was fantastic as well. Walking around, seeing the lights, getting into the festive holiday spirit. What did you do? Where did you go? Another quote I love. And I also love this author, Pico Ayer. Oh, he writes all about travel. And he says, we travel initially to lose ourselves. And we travel next to find ourselves. We travel to open our hearts and eyes and learn more about the world than our newspapers will accommodate. And isn't that what travel is? This, this journey to finding yourself, even if that travel is just around the block. So get it all down. Where did you travel to? And what surprised you this year? What just completely took you by surprise and made you feeling in awe? What was it? Mm, write about it. Get it down. Trying to think what surprised me this year. One thing that surprised me was something that I was wanting to do for forever on this podcast and never had the guts or courage to kind of take that leap and figure it out was having a guest. And so being able to do that this year was incredible and surprising and delightful and mm, so grateful that I, that I did it and that I did take that, that leap. Also, what surprised me was the, the small moments of joy and really just the joy of being in my home, sitting in the backyard, gathering around the fire pit, those little, little things that get taken advantage of, right? That you just forget about sometimes. It surprised me how much I loved not having to go anywhere just being here. So what is it? What surprised you this year? Now, what didn't go the way that you thought? Mm, a tough one, right? <laughs> because we all have these crazy wild dreams and expectations and things that we're hoping happen. And it doesn't always happen the way we want them to. Back in February, I was expecting, and I was so excited. Dustin and I were over the moon. We had waited so long to try, and it was a miracle that it had happened. And 
oh, just the joy that we were feeling knowing that this was going to, you know, be an incredible change to our lives. We were going to start a family. And then to hear that we had lost the baby was devastating. And gosh, it was not the way we thought it was going to go, right? We thought it was going to have a very different ending. And it didn't. But we made it. We made it through. We're stronger than ever, you know. Sometimes it is those struggles and those unexpected times that can either really like pull us apart or bring us closer together. And I'm grateful that it really brought us closer together. What about for you? What didn't go the way that you thought it would? Next question. Who or what did you have to say goodbye to? Who or what did you have to say goodbye to? And we say goodbye to things all the time, not even knowing in the moment that that's going to be our last time, right? There's so many last times. And sometimes it comes up unexpectedly. So in what ways did you have to say goodbye? For me, (laughs) the first thing that comes to mind is saying goodbye to working fully remote at home. We came home March 2020 and I fell into an amazing groove with it. I know it's not for everyone, but for me, it was fantastic and really just worked for my personality and just worked for me in so many ways. But back in, gosh, now, September, October, I don't even know. (laughs) All of the time is a blur, right? But they asked us to come back in half and half. Like we can be at home some days and in the office other days. But it was hard, really hard to say goodbye to that fully remote working because I was in such a groove, right? So that was hard. That was definitely a challenge for me and something I had to adjust to and still, you know, figuring out how to adjust to. But it was a goodbye for sure. I also had to say goodbye to expectations of the way I thought the year was going to go. I thought that, gosh, that we would be able to be together more, that there still wouldn't be this looming worry of the virus, right? And yet it still loomed over our heads and there's still the worry and still the inability to have large gatherings. And when I say large gatherings, I mean like the Beltel family Christmas because we are so many people. My dad is one of 11. I have, oh my gosh, 23? Jesus, cousins, I don't know if that number is correct. A lot of cousins. A lot of them also have kids of their own. So it just has grown and grown and grown. And this year and last year, we were not able to get together and have our usual Christmas celebration. And it's hard, you know, to, to not do that. And I miss it. I miss it so much. So saying goodbye to that gathering and doing it this year, but really hoping that next year, We can. Now, two more questions before we close out. The second to last one is, what did you discover 
What did you discover about yourself? Really? Was there something that you learned that you're like, wow, I can't believe that about me? For me, it is that I discovered I have to push myself to do things that I enjoy. And it's funny because you think like, oh, you really enjoy this. This is so up your alley. Wouldn't you just go and do it? And I mean that in the smallest of ways, like stepping outside into the fresh air. The fresh air fuels me. It is what fills me up. But I noticed that there were days that I wouldn't even step outside. It would be beautiful out. There was no reason not to. But I was just kind of hunkered, you know, away at my desk. I didn't have to get into my car to drive to work. I didn't have to get in my car to drive home. I just walked downstairs, sat at my desk, stayed inside the confines of my home. And it, it took a toll on me, right? Like I needed that fresh air. And so I really had to push myself to do what I love. And that was a huge Thing that I discovered about me because I thought if I loved it, I would just do it, right? <laughs> but no, mm, I didn't. What about you? What did you discover about you? Now our final question. What are you ready to say goodbye to? We are stepping into a new year. There are so many things you are carrying around with you. Things that you don't have to be carrying around with you. What are you ready to shed? What are you ready to let go of? What are you ready to say goodbye to? This could be expectations. Certain people. Certain mm, things that you have said yes to, but really wanted to say no to. Maybe you are carrying around guilt, grief, anger. What can you step away from? Allow yourself to part with. I am ready to say goodbye to holding myself back. There is no need to not go after what I want, to not take risks, Give something a try, even if it doesn't work out. But nope, done. Done, done, done. <laughs> Holding myself back. It's time to go for it. Time to just make decisions and then follow through. And I'm done beating myself up. Done. R definitely ready to say goodbye to those negative voices and really give myself the opportunity to succeed and to know that I deserve it. I deserve to, to follow my heart. So that is what I am saying goodbye to. Goodbye to the negativity. Goodbye to not trying. Goodbye to thinking I don't deserve my dreams because I do. What about you? What are you shedding? What are you letting go of? What are you saying goodbye to? Now really take your time with these questions. Go through them. Allow yourself even just that mind time to, to think about it. 
maybe even before you put something down on the page. And know that you can like come back to it. You don't have to get it all down right in the moment. There might be something that comes up when, when you're in the shower and you're like, oh yeah, that, that, I totally forgot about that. Go back, write it down. And I just want to say, I am so proud of you. So proud of the way that you have shown up. And you, you have shown up in all these amazing, simple, beautiful, wonderful ways. And you're making it through day after day after day. And you stand in your light. You make decisions. You help those around you. You do so much. And I, I know it's not easy, right? There were probably moments that you lost your way, that all you wanted to do was just hide under the covers. And may, maybe you did run, you know, I've ran so many times this year too. But you found your way back home. You found your way back to you. You stood in your disappointment. You digested any shame that you casted on yourself. And you just rose above it. And you continue to rise above it. You face your fears. You get really honest with yourself. You, you don't let anything take you down for too long. Because there's always going to be something that takes us down, right? But you don't allow yourself to be down that hole for too long. You stand back up. You dust yourself off and you just, you keep going. You keep putting one foot in front of the other. And here you are. Here you are. You are standing brilliantly in your light. You are strong. You know who you are. You go after your dreams. You reach. And each time you reach, you go higher and higher and higher. And the most amazing thing is you live with your heart wide open, ready to go after and take on challenges. I am so proud of the person you are, the person you've grown into, your courage, your strength, the way your heart beats, and how you love yourself and others. Oh, the stories you have, right? So many stories. But you, my dear, are courageous. You risk your heart time and time again. You greet challenges with a smile. Not always, <laughs> I know, but you, you lean in. You ask for help. And here's, gosh, here's the thing. You are so much wiser, stronger. And more courageous than you ever, ever, ever give yourself credit for. Go ahead, give yourself credit. And just take a moment, look around. Look around that everything that surrounds you. You created all of this. You invited it in. Soak it in. See it. Feel it. Know it. It was you, yes, you, that created it. I am grateful, 
grateful, grateful, grateful to have you here with me to be walking this journey together. I love you. And I know that there is so much more on the other side of this new year for you. And it's going to be wonderful to be able to be together and watch it all unfold. Mm. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I know this was so different than anything I have done before. But there is something special about really looking back at the year, taking that time. And so really, really take the time. Give yourself the space to do it. Maybe go back and re-listen to the, to the podcast and go through the questions again. And then come on over to the Soul Circle community and share, share some of the things that you jotted down, that you remembered. Share your favorite moments. We all want to hear them because we are all in this together. I will be back next week with the final episode of 2021, which is so crazy to even say, but please join me then. And until then, I wish you just a wonderful week ahead. And we will talk soon.